Hey everybody, it is Drags Mike Petralia back with another episode of the Jungle Roar podcast. This week, flying solo. I'm going to be talking about a couple of subjects, one of which is Tyler Boyd and the other is Zach Taylor's approach towards the off-season program that he sets in place for the Bengals as they get ready for July, basically a month off, and then the beginning of training camp at the end of July and into August and the preseason as they get ready for the 2023 campaign. But first off, Tyler Boyd. He was back at practice on Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day, uh, rejoining teammates T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, but also rookie Charlie Jones, the rookie out of Purdue, taken in the fourth round. And I found Tyler Boyd's comments to be very insightful in terms of his attitude this year. He's not worried about Charlie Jones taking his spot uh, at the slot position and why the Bengals drafted him uh, perhaps after Tyler Boyd leaves in the 2023 season as a free agent. He's worried about trying to get this offense to its peak once again and get back to the AFC Championship and then get back to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas and finally, finally bring home a Vince Lombardi trophy to the city of Cincinnati for the first time uh, in the 56-year history of the Bengals. Of course, a lot of people remember what happened with the Bengals in the AFC Championship uh, last January uh, when Tyler Boyd went out with what he uh, disclosed on Tuesday when meeting with reporters for the first time uh, as a thigh injury. He was kneed in the thigh uh, on a tackle in the first half. He tried to come back for one snap, really couldn't make a go of it, and it really impacted the Bengals' offense afterwards. Uh, Zach Taylor on Tuesday saying that you know the Chiefs were able to successfully double-team, essentially, T. Higgins and Jamar Chase on the outside and make Joe Burrow uh, either take some check downs over the middle, which he did, or force some passes, which, of course, we remember what happened when Joe Burrow was rushed late in the fourth quarter, had his hand hit as he was trying to throw to T. Higgins downfield with the game tied at 20. The pass was picked off. Chiefs came back and eventually won that game. But as it turns out, uh, it was Tyler Boyd talking about what happened in that AFC championship, acknowledging that if he had not gone out of that game, perhaps it would have been a very different story, much the way it was uh, back in 2022 in the AFC championship that the Bengals won in overtime 27 to 24, sending the Bengals to Super Bowl 56. But Tyler Boyd was very relaxed. He said he missed the camaraderie of his teammates and he really wanted to be back on the field with guys like T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Let's take a listen to what he had to say to reporters on Tuesday. I just feel like I wanted to come around, bring camaraderie. You know, I miss the guys. And even though I was just away, just spending time with my family, you know, quality time with my daughter. And just, uh, you know, I just, just felt empty not being around my guys and just being there for them. It felt great. You know, I've been... Uh, Working out on conditioning, I feel good out there. You know, uh, you know, I usually come in feeling like maybe I ain't ready, but I was more than ready than expected. You know, but it's still day one. You know, I got my legs under me and just, I'm just, just happy to be around the guys again. What's the difference this year as opposed to other years? You said it takes a little longer. In terms of what? You said in years past, and you know, don't feel like you have your legs under you immediately. Yeah, I mean, cause uh, usually before, so Zach take good care of us. You know, he kind of let us come in a little later in OTAs, but like previous years, you know, I would come in, but try to get the break that I wanted. But coming in so early, uh, a few years ago, I would feel like 
uh, I'm not ready yet, but that's what OTAs is for, you know, to get you back patterned right, get your legs back right, uh, get fundamentally sound, you know, just, just how to critique your, your little things, you know, just get your body prepared and just get the feeling of playing football again. Right, you know, um, this is my home for now, you know, and I just ain't going to worry about the unexpected, you know, I'm here to finish this year out and whatever happens, happens, you know, but I know we have a very, very high chance of making the Super Bowl and even winning, you know, and, and this is where, this is where I want to be, you know, whether I come up with a new deal or not, you know, I got to just go out there and I'm going to be me, you know, I ain't, uh, I'm very appreciative of them still uh, wanting me to be around and knowing that they don't want to trade me and things like that, you know, but, you know, at the end of the day, I just got to uh, help guys get better. You know, I mean, we ain't going to be playing ball forever. You know, I might not be here forever, but, I mean, I'm always love this franchise and I'm always uh, be a Bengal. You said it was great to get back around the guys. And, you know, what's it like? This is an extremely tight group. Yes. All wide receiver groups might be kind of close, but you guys have been like a special bond. What's it like when you first get back together? What they say to you? Yeah, you know, I think uh, guys are just excited to for me to be around, you know, because I bring a lot of juice to this team, you know, and just, just having my presence felt, I think, just amps guys up, you know, just get guys ready, you know, and, and vice versa. You know, this is uh, the, probably the biggest family that I have. You know, I really don't got uh, as many friends as I would say if I was to come and be in this team locker room, you know. So just, just coming around, talking to everybody, and just having quality family time, and just, just, just talking football and playing football and just, just having fun doing that. Did you give your teammates a heads up you were coming? Uh, yeah, I had let guys know. I had told – uh. I had told Zach and guys like that, you know, and Troy. You know, we had talked to Troy right before I came in, so um, people knew I was I was coming in this week, and it, and it felt good, you know. Just like I said, man, just being around and, and, and seeing the guys, you know, it just brings me that life again. What's the next step for this offense this uh, I think the the biggest step I think that we talked to uh, in our offense is just scoring more points, outscoring guys. You know, we know we have a great defense to uh, even if we don't get off of the fast start that we got a defense that can, you know, uh, balance that out for us. But I think we want to work on just starting fast every game, jumping out on teams, putting the pressure on them, because we feel like and we still believe that we have the best offense and the most most explosive offense. But it's easier said than done. You know, we got to go out there and show it. But that's 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 our main goal, going out there and score 30, 35, 40 a game. I mean, I loved it, you know, because, you know, uh, you know, we have a Nice little rival with the Chiefs and just seeing him come over, you know, it's like, yeah, we 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 won up jaw. But at the end of the day, uh, he's a great player. No matter where he would have went, uh, he's probably one of the best in his position, you know, and just adding him to um, what we got already, you know, it's going to allow Joe to have more time. And it's going to give us uh, the will to put up those points, you know, so I'm just happy to have him. There's a sincerity every time Tyler Boyd speaks in that locker room, whether it's to his teammates, to coaches, or to us in the media. What is also very interesting and very heartfelt is his passion for the Bengals. This is a team that took a chance on him back in the second round out of the University of Pittsburgh in the 2016 NFL Draft. And Tyler Boyd has been a Bengal ever since. He's played seven season seasons. He's put up very consistent numbers. Of course, in the struggling years for the team in 2018 and 2019, including Zach Taylor's first year in 2019, it was Tyler Boyd going over 1,000 yards and receiving each season. 
and that should uh, tell you something about his productivity. He has been one of the go-to guys in the Bengals offense ever since Zach Taylor took over four years ago uh, in the 2019 season. And he continues to be one of the go-to guys in that locker room for even some of the superstar players to turn to for advice like Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. And he will be that way, he told me on Tuesday, for a guy like Charlie Jones who is coming in and trying to learn the system. For me, you know, I've been through the thick and thin, you know, the ups and downs. The terribles, the greats, you know, but just the person I am, you know, I, I just stay the course. You know, I never uh, look down on myself or, or my team, you know. However things go, we're just going to keep the ball going and just, just stay in one lane and just, just just keep getting better and keep fighting, you know, and just uh, getting to this stage and, and knowing that I'm on a Super Bowl caliber team, it just it just, just shows how much work and, and, and dedication I put through this organization, you know, and just trying to build guys and, and continue to just bring the camaraderie even when, we know we, we ain't in contention to play or we down or even the ups. You know, I try to keep it baseline so guys can just stay in a, in a great mood when, when they come here to work. Are those expectations maybe part of the reason you are here tonight? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm still going to be here, no matter the circumstances or the outcomes of each season, you know, because every year I feel like and I know that I can get better and do things a little better than what I did last year. And even the guys around us, you know, we we, we – we, we fell short, you know, we lost in the AFC Championship, but I mean, at the end of the day, uh, it's, still, it's still room to improve. Even if we don't win the Super Bowl, uh, I still felt like we need to get better as a team. I know it's only one day, but you've been through so many of these camps. What's different that you notice when you just come back even for a day as opposed to rookie camp and the last yeah. few years, and now you're like the old guy yeah. in the receiver group? I mean, the difference between now and then, I'm just a little bit more seasoned. You know, I know what to expect. Um, I know how to practice. I know how to prepare for each day, you know, in each phases of football, you know. So, I mean, that part, I, th I think I got to got down, you know, and even the leadership quality that I have, you know, I, I go out there and I critique guys, you know. I don't want to go out there and try to, like, show them or go out there and say it. I'm going to go out there and just, you know, communicate with them, talk to them a little bit, try to get them comfortable, you know, because, uh, you know, when rookies come in, you're going to be a little timid trying to figure out, just trying to find your place on the team. And, I mean, you can't really do that until you just relax and feel welcome, you know, and guys like me, you know, I just want to make them feel appreciated. Have you had a chance to talk to Charlie yet? Uh, yeah, not for a long time yet, but we just out there talking about releases. You know, I was talking to him about his pad level, just staying low, you know, off the ball, you know, so guys can't get in your chest. But uh, everything, they, those guys look good so far, you know, day one. So, I mean, we still got room to improve, and I'm going to keep work, working with them. Jamar and T, when they were rookies that came in, they said, you know, you were a huge help their rookie season, getting the label in. Are you trying to continue that role? Absolutely. Like I just mentioned, man, once you come in and feel like you can continue to do what you've been doing in college, you're going to be fine. You know, you know, guys might come in just underestimating themselves, not knowing if they can play or they're good enough. You know, I'm just trying to get them up. Just make sure y'all here for a reason. You know, y'all might not start, but y'all going to be on this team and the players and the, and the, and the coaches we got around you, it's, it's going to get you better, 10 times better than what you were. And so I think uh, the most important part for them right now is just to take out of criticism and just – and learn. Now we turn our focus to head coach Zach Taylor and specifically the way Taylor has chosen to organize and direct his offseason program for the Bengals. There's been a lot of conversation as to whether or not going a little bit softer and a little bit lighter is really the way to go. Well, Zach Taylor says there's no doubt in his mind it is the way to go because as he told me on Tuesday, he wants his team fresh and relaxed and well-rested 
going into the offseason so that they feel good about themselves so that when they come back for the opening of training camp in the last week of July, they are ready to go mentally and physically. It's, it's the coach's job and some of the veterans' job to, to teach how we want it done. Um, once you get into the season, and you do expect once you've taught it once that somebody returns the next day and they've got it, whether that meant it, it really – made sense to them at the time that they heard it or they need to spend extra time in the hotel or at their house studying a couple more times to make sure it makes sense to them. And so guys to learn different ways. Um, some guys need to get on the field first before it really hits home for them. And so I think that we're able to hit all those different ways of doing things, watching the film, showing them a playbook, doing it on the, on the field. And so it's really up to the player to which way sinks in the most. And then and, and our position coaches understand how to reach each player the best. Um, but it's on them to make sure it's really locked in however they do that on their own at home before they show up the next day for work. I think smart's a good way to do it. We want our guys um, to go into the summer feeling really healthy, feeling good about themselves so they can come and compete at the highest once training camp opens up. I think that's one objective that I personally have for our team when they walk out the door on June 15th that um, they feel in peak physical condition that they can utilize those next four or five weeks um, to make sure that when they show up to training camp, they're hitting around and running and not feeling like they, they've developed a new injury or anything like that. I, I feel I, I learned that really after my first offseason here, talking to several of our veteran players that I had a lot of respect for um, that maybe felt banged up coming out of spring. Not banged up that, um, you know, we're hitting. Obviously, there's no contact. There's only helmets on. But some of the 11-on-11 11 11 stuff we did, they just they felt um, not as not as good as – as they wanted to coming into training camp. And so you take that to heart and you, you reconfigure your training camp a little bit to make sure we're getting all that physical work. And I feel like we've arrived at a really good point now to where our guys understand why we do things the way we do them, um, what's going to be asked of them when they show back up in, in late July, and how to get our team ready for our first game of the season you know, against Cleveland. And that's Zach Taylor, head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. Some other notes from Tuesday as we wrap up this edition of the Jungle War podcast. Trevor Simeon was out there again on Tuesday taking his reps as backup to Joe Burrow. Of course, Trevor Simeon is taking over for Brandon Allen, who is now the backup out in San Francisco. Trevor Simeon is somebody who certainly is comfortable as a 31-year-old veteran quarterback in the National Football League. He has his experience uh, with Chicago, New Orleans, and of course uh, with offensive coordinator Brian Callahan uh, with the Denver Broncos for a season uh, back in 2016. So this is a system that uh, Zach Taylor said Simeon is going to pick up pretty quickly. He is trying to get used to the specific language that the Bengals are using on offense, Dan Picture and, and Brian Callahan, uh, but that is coming along nicely. Some other notes, Miles Murphy continues to get reps with the first team defensive line unit and that is no surprise because from the moment he was drafted on april 28th in the first round uh, by the bengals number 29 overall out of clemson it was lou anarumo the defensive coordinator saying he has every intention of getting reps with the first team uh, not only in practice but in game situations so he is going to get thrown into that defense with uh, defensive line coach marion hobby right away and i think he should be up to speed pretty much uh, barring any type of injury or a setback like that he should be ready to go for training camp in late July. Of course, there are a couple of uh, practices coming up in the offseason. The Bengals have their first uh, OTA uh, coming up 
Uh, next Tuesday, June 6th, the Bengals have had four off-season practices here in the month of May. They'll have the one OTA on Tuesday, June 6th, and then they will have uh, their mandatory minicamp June uh, 13, 14, and 15 inside Paycor Stadium. Some other notes, Cheeto Awuzie, the cornerback who tore his ACL uh, on Halloween in Cleveland. He is progressing very well, according to uh, Zach Taylor. His quote was, he's right on pace in terms of where the Bengals hope he would be in the offseason as he tries to rehab and come back from his torn ACL. Another player, of course, uh, trying to rehab and uh, return from not only a torn ACL, but some other uh, ligament damage in his left knee is right tackle Lael Collins. Lael Collins is an interesting situation because, of course, with Jackson Carmen getting first team reps at right tackle with starting left tackle Orlando Brown Jr. in practice on Tuesday with Frank Pollock, that means that Jackson Carmen, as Zach Taylor said about a month ago, is going to have the first shot to try to get that starting right tackle job. But L. Collins and Jonah Williams certainly play into that mix as well. Are the Bengals going to keep all three? Probably not, but we'll have to see how the trade market uh, works out there. But Jonah Williams has not reported to any of these practices yet, and I would not expect uh, Jonah Williams to report until the opening of training camp itself. But there's always the possibility he could show up for minicamp in June. And then there is Irv Smith Jr. He is picking up and all in on the Bengals offense, according to uh, Zach Taylor, coming along very nicely as the third projected starting tight end in his many seasons for Joe Burrow. But I don't think that'll be any problem for Joe Burrow to try and work a guy like Irv Smith Jr. in to the Bengal offense. Irv Smith has not had as many opportunities in the Viking system as the Bengals think he might have with the passing offense gearing up here in Cincinnati. So Irv Smith Jr. continues to progress with the first-team unit offense uh, out at practice. But again, the Bengals are up against air right now. All that means is the defense isn't on the other side of the ball. That will start with OTAs and with the mandatory minicamp when you can start to have uh, a defense on the other side of the ball from the offense and obviously vice versa. But again, no pads. Pads don't come on until about uh, 10 days into the start of training camp or maybe a little less than that, but usually about seven to 10 days into the start of training camp. That's when you first start to see guys in pads going up against each other. And that's, of course, when you start to see uh, a more full offense projected with the running game getting going. Well, that is it for this week's episode of the Jungle Roar podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Trags, T-R-A-G-S. Of course, you can follow me at clnsmedia.com. My latest column is pretty much an editorial version of this podcast. It is a feature on Tyler Boyd and why him showing up to practice this week really underscores the urgency of the Bengals to get back to and win their first Super Bowl. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Jungle Roar podcast. We'll talk to you next week.